So, all right, I'll start. You know, they did, uh, I'm going to a slightly different place with this. You know, they did, uh, I still haven't gotten to watch it, and I'm kind of upset about this. The uh, They just did Catch-22 on oh, yeah. uh, Hulu. Loved it. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, I have to. I, I have to go to a friend's house to watch it, and we've both been, like, super busy, so I will get to it. It's one of my all-time favorite books. I've read it three times. I will read it more Ooh. during my life. But So, I, you saw it. Have you read the book? I have not read the book. Oh, because I'm wondering if they, like, they're, the movie that they did before, I thought... I mean, I love Alan Arkin, but other than that, it's terrible, I think, just because mm. it doesn't, it's not even long enough to be able to capture mm -hmm. what I think is the magic of that book. Mm. It felt but, like there was more yes. to it. But I'm hoping that this longer Hulu series can capture it better. I know they added some things and changed it a bit, but I think it should be pretty close to the book. So what, like, what's a movie that's really done that well so this one i i point out because i feel like not many people know this the graphic novel the ultimates the ultimates was the marvel's reimagining of all of their superheroes and they would have them for everyone but the ultimates is actually about the avengers and if you go huh. back and read the first volume of the ultimates it is essentially the blueprint for the entire marvel cinematic universe wow. as it was in fact they made Nick Fury, um, Samuel L. Jackson, in the comic book yeah. without ever asking him. <laughs> yeah, I remember and when that. Sam really? Jackson saw it was him, he just called his agent and was like, well, then can you get me the part? Like, oh, wow. And That's the, amazing. It, but all of the, the Chitari would show up in the first oh, Avengers cool. movie, yeah. which were the stand for the scrolls. Oh, wow. Came from the Ultimate Universe. I haven't even read wow. it recently. I just pulled it off the bookshelf the it's other day so, as I was rearranging. It's so good. And it went on. Yeah. And, and, but what's, Miles Morales came out of that universe. Yeah. Like, there was so much good stuff yeah. that came out of that. And it was just, I, I have the first collection of them, the Ultimates, and it is very faithful to that yeah. book. That's cool. But I, you also just said the name of the, the godfather of the Marvel Universe, which is Kevin Feige. Like, yeah. This would not have happened without him. You know, Godfather's another one. That's oh, based yeah. on a book. Of That's course. based on a book. Yeah. Yes. And it's good. Mario Puzo. Wrote, I have never uh, read the book. Has anybody read the book? No. No. <laughs> no, no. I have seen, although I have seen like an image of, I think it was Coppola's copy of the book. And yeah. it was really crazy. He, he basically like took like your mass market, market paperback, tore every page out, put it in like a binder sort of thing. Mm. And had, had each page bordered with like cardboard or just some thicker piece of paper. And on every single page of that book, he wrote notes like, what's happening in this scene? Whoa. Who's here? Why is it important? And The Godfather is a very large book. And is this, yeah. is the it's, movie supposed to be very faithful to the book? Is that the... Yeah, I mean, so, author yeah. also co-authored co the screenplay yeah. with Coppola. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah, would Mario love to Puzo. see that, that show Bible somewhere. Yeah, but like, Godfather's an amazing movie. So I hope it's, I hope it's like the book. <laughs> I never sat through the whole thing. I've only seen it like really? in bits and pieces. Yeah. Oh, wow. Until, yeah. Interesting. Anybody else? Yeah. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> has any right. no references? Cheryl, so, I have some thoughts on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you I have some it? thoughts. Have you seen so, it? Eddie and I had never seen we it. Uh, we've okay. heard several oh. references and parodies. As wa watching the anime Animaniacs well, course, growing yeah. up, I, I heard yes. a lot of oh, a lot of the lines, the good uh, feathers, and the good feathers. Yeah, good yeah. Feathers they, they, the but they like specifically reference that all the time. Yeah, Godfather. The good feathers were like a, a mix of Goodfellas, Goodfellas and, and it's basically just like yeah. what if De Niro was a pigeon, and that's yes. <laughs> even, even when we were pitching jokes for like Mark Antony in our in our roast, there were a lot of Godfather references in his oh, yeah. in his uh, roast set. It is yeah. interesting to see. First off, I, I had definitely at least watched the wedding scene, the opening at some point in my life. But even knowing that I'd never seen the movie, there were so many scenes that I had 
somehow inherently seen anyway. Yeah. There were little mm-hmm. moments where I was like, oh yeah, I do. Like I've watched, I watched Pacino looking for the gun, even though I've never seen the yeah, movie. I don't, absolutely. The yeah. same way I watched, I don't think you knew this because we, we watched, uh, we were watching last night and I kind of missed Brando's final monologue and then he's sitting outside in the garden and I was like, oh, I know it's about to happen. I want to rewatch that monologue because now I realize this is the last thing he's ever going to say. And I, was, I went around, I was like, before this happens, can I just rewatch that? He goes, well, what do you mean well, before this happens? I was like, never mind. He said, he's like, can you watch his last nothing, monologue? I'm nothing. like, okay, I know it's going to happen. <laughs> Great. I want to see his final words. There's okay. so, there are, there are yeah. so many bits. Like, like I knew that was coming. The kid I'd was going to kill him. A hundred times earlier. <laughs> What's he, what's he spraying? Yeah. I know that always kind of worries me. Like even though I know how that whole thing goes, I'm like, don't don't spray him, kid. What the like the kid just he just gives the kid some pesticides. Like, yeah. The scene started with him trying to give the kid a heart attack. Right. <laughs> yes. Brando seemed really upset at how the kid was watering the plants. Is all I'm saying. Like, he was yeah, very was like, no, no, don't do that. Come come here. Pesticide, pesticiding the plants. It was water. That was that was water. Do you think that was pesticide? I thought that was just an old pesticide. Dispenser, you used yeah. to, I always thought we had a thing like that uh, no, once. But, no, but he's I, saying that I, it probably was actually in, water. It wasn't actually no, pesticide. And I, I felt like in the movie, it was the pesticide container, and they just filled it with, with water. water. For, like it was just yeah. any. Yeah. Bu- yes. yeah. But okay. I mean, even but it's still even in full the. Of- in, oh, in the fictional world like, of that, I think the kid was ha- had water. I didn't think. No, they, but I'm saying they didn't like, give the kid pesticides. I, I, they they I didn't trust the six-year-old. What I'm saying now is he he had the. It's a pesticide container that has had pesticide in it in the past. Now oh. it's got water in it. Not a lot better. I mean, did they buy it just I for the kid? I don't think they cared about kids' it was welfare. Yeah, they, they were really fine. Yeah. Out of all the yeah. things in the movie, like the horse head, pesticide. I'm Andrew Lindy, and I have seen The Godfather. I'm Brock Powell, and I have seen The Godfather. I'm Cheryl Jones, and I have seen The Godfather. I'm Joe Myers, and I have seen The Godfather. I'm Elisa Gonzalez, and I've partially seen The Godfather. I'm Bethany Brinton, and I have seen The Godfather. I'm Ryan Pig, and I have not seen The Godfather before yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> the Godfather? Like, the Godfather. I'm Eddie Firth, and I have not seen The Godfather. And you're listening to It's On My List. So guys, you've got an awesome new show on Netflix, which well, I watched First of all, all of. Yes, who are these? Who are Cheryl, you? you brought these people here. Who are you? <laughs> so we have. We're the kids with, from Stranger Things. With Hello. us, with us today, Finn. we have Eddie Firth and Ryan Pig, creators Hello. of Historical Roasts, now on Netflix, which is amazing. I was at three tapings. Joe and Elisa, you were at some tapings we as well. A bunch of tapings. You yeah. guys have yeah. come to the live show. We've been doing that. Over four and a half years now. We've, we've actually, if this is coming out on Monday, we've got a show Wednesday night. All, obviously, all of you guys are invited, and we've been doing a fun thing with a lot of the podcasts we're appearing on. If you're hearing um, 
It's on my list right now. You guys are listening to the episode. Follow Historical Roast on Instagram. Follow Ryan and myself on Instagram. And if you message us, we've got three pairs of tickets to give away to your listeners for free. So if you guys follow all of us uh, on social media and then message uh, one of us, we will get you uh, free tickets to Wednesday night's show. June 19th, we're roasting the Titanic. Nice. Not the movie, <laughs> right. the actual <laughs> historical event and boat, 10.30 p.m. at the comedy Too store. Too soon, I know, but uh, <laughs> someone's got to do it. Someone's got to talk about it. So hopefully, I mean, that being said, don't come to the show if you haven't watched the TV show. I don't even want to talk to you if you haven't watched it. I'm, <laughs> right? I'm assuming everyone here has binged all the episodes twice. Otherwise, well, we can't be in a conversation <laughs> We just have it streaming constantly. Uh, so do Good. I. I got a weird email from Netflix the other day being like, Eddie, the show's doing great. We're getting high numbers, a lot of repeat views, but they're all coming from the apartment we sent your check to. <laughs> the streaming's coming from inside what? the house. <laughs> What's going on, man? Is your subscription broke? The best part about having a Netflix show, though, is now... Um, I get to use their password to sign in. Nice. And it's just password, which is yeah. weird. I mean, go figure, right? It used to be f- Hulu. <laughs> but the Stranger Things kids just kept That's giving right. it out, and they had to change it. So. Nice. Uh, I don't think, look, first off, I want to say, I, if we go through this thing chronologically, no, it, we can't. the episode will be as long as It'll the be really we long. Yeah. I just want to say I'm very proud <laughs> oh, no. of myself. This is a three-hour movie, and I took well. six pages of notes, which is less than I normally take on an hour and a half movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm know, very true. proud. We know, I can tell you why that was that way. Because <laughs> nothing happened in the movie. <laughs> There were some definite did. edits that could have been made to shorten this thing, and we wouldn't have lost anything. That is, on the contrary, okay, I, I believe w- didn't, they they did edits to make it longer for they some did. TV they showing. Did. Of course yeah. they did. The, yeah, the initial well, one was two hours, read, six minutes. Yes, two hours and six, and then uh, Robert Evans at Paramount de- demanded a longer. So, cut. When have you ever heard of a studio head demanding right. a longer cut of a movie? Good old Francis Ford copulation but, with myself. <laughs> oh, wow. I love that. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> you can um, have it. It's your but t-shirt. But at the same oh. time, apparently, <laughs> I, read, I read somewhere, though, that uh, James Caan was really upset because there was like another half hour of his character that got cut and I'm he was sure. pissed about it. Wow. So I like, can't so imagine James Caan having been difficult to work with in the 70s. <laughs> it could have been worse. What's crazy is they lifted that... Say, the those 30 minutes and just put them into Elf and no one does it. <laughs> it was 30 minutes of him having sex with everyone else's wives. <laughs> Why'd you cut this? Why'd you cut this? Is this the library, the you know how they like to shoot things for real? They actually shot the conception of Scott Con. That was pulled from the movie as well. Come on, be nice to Scott Con. He volunteers with our surf therapy number. I love him. Okay, good. We were talking about him in the car. Sure. On the list. He's a really nice, nice guy. He's fantastic, but he does does work against the fact that he just looks like a terrible asshole. Yes. Like does. Scott Kahn is awesome in the, in the movies you see. I'm sure he is yeah. a nice guy, but yeah. like we looked him up and it's just, he looks horribly like He looks asshole. like he'd cut us in line and then yell at us for being mad about it. He has yeah. that Kahn look. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing, yeah. There's a seven hour version of all three there of these is, movies. Yeah. I had it on God, the DVR for a long Godfather time. Godfather Legacy? Yeah, it's where they cut them all together so it's chronological. 
It's not called God. Is it over yet? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think. I think I took it off the DVR because I'm like, really? When am I gonna sit? It's it's just come on, it's on HBO. Honest. Like you can on oh, demand. Yeah. My brother wow. cut together um, all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe oh. in chronological order. Oh my that God. I would watch. So he, wow. We could have so used he that. It's not like. It's not like he just put them back to back. No. no. Like it starts scene with Odin talking about the 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 quantum realm or whatever. Then wow. it goes it goes in chronological order. So the, wow. the scene from cool. Iron Man 3 where it's a flashback to 93 no. comes before all the stuff wow. from Iron Man 1. Like, can you get me It's on to you this? can look this up online on I believe it's still up on the Comics Archive website on YouTube. That's awesome. He shows you how you cuz you can't post the full thing. Uh, so yeah. You, he shows you the edit that he made so you can access it. Wow. Can he include like Luke notes. Cage and Jessica Jones and all that? <laughs> he, he included some bits from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and some oh, of the smart. short films that were... That, oh, cause, oh, yeah. Because all those cut scenes and other things and different little short films the like the shots, yeah. Agent Peggy Carter kind of yeah, stuff yeah. needed oh, yeah. to be in to tell the story to transition and to he included the, that. The sense. Thor Taika Waititi web series that they did like no, in the office. Yet. It was like him <laughs> and Carl or something. Him and Yeah, him and his roommate. It was so good. But when he does the Final stage. I'm sure he will edit in uh, Fat Thor singing Johnny Cash's Hurt. Amazing. Is that how we feel about the Godfather? That we just want to talk about Marvel? <laughs> it all comes back to Marvel. I think. But God- I, I'm just gonna say I really I like the Godfather, mm-hmm. but it's not a movie I can sit down and just oh, I'm just gonna watch the Godfather. I have to have a reason. It's long and it's it is slow, but I I. Think the slowness works in now, the story. Now, before I but... say anything, just what do you like about this movie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, that, not, I'm, that's a real I question. Think I, I, well, I mean, I'm well, partial say like a, yeah. to like mafia stories anyway. Yeah. I like Goodfellas better just because it's a more, a quicker, more watchable it's, movie. I think, but it's uh, complete, you might say, yeah. <laughs> but but I like this story. I think it's a good story, and I like the sort of epicness of it, of, of this family, and then even when you add in Godfather 2, which is kind of, I think most people say, the better of the two movies, but but you get this this epic story of this mafia family, and I, I don't know. I like it. I think it works. I think you could drop Diane Keaton's character completely, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. She's really the comic but relief for me in this story. Yeah. But she's just she like one the, of my favorite scenes. Her arc is the really, comic relief, one? I would say, <laughs> not scene? her character. <laughs> uh, there's the scene where she goes. She's she's been looking for Michael, and she goes to the house to ask. Yes. And she has the letter, and she says, "Oh, could you give this letter to Michael?" And he says, "If I even take this letter in a court of law, it can be deemed that I knew of Michael's whereabouts, so right. I cannot take mm-hmm. this letter." Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. Yes. Like, yes. That to me felt like the most real of the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, here's here's the lawyer, here's the consigliere who knows like the loopholes and all. Sorry, of the consigliere. Laws. Consigliere. Is that the family Excuse name? I was. I, I in college in the I, I was on the the concert booking board like the group that did that, and we got sweatshirts. We did like a takeoff on the sorority sweatshirts because you know and uh and so we had our names and for my title they put consigliere because that's just i was so into all of these movies at that time that yeah so consigliere anyway <laughs> is that what is that a position consigliere? It's, it's italian for basically for attorney for Got lawyer it. for a, mm. an advisor Got legal it. advisor kind of guy mm. yeah good enough. A, a common thing in a mafia group there is a consigliere mm. yes um, I was talking to somebody about this movie and they were saying that in every relationship that they had, I was, I was talking to a female and she was saying that 
it's a it's a guy movie. Like it's a weird, and it's I don't know that I agree. So. But I don't know if I agree with that. But I, I would say that she said that in multiple relationships that she had, like dudes would quote it to each other, and she had no idea like what it was from till she saw it, <laughs> and then she was like, yeah. oh. Like certain things, like take the cannoli, yeah. very overt. Well, there's uh, a yes, great, yes. Th- there's a great scene in one of my favorite movies, and I'm not saying I like this more than The Godfather or anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's winking. But you've got mail with Tom Hanks yes. and Ryan. Yes. <laughs> Look, I understand. Nobody else is going to like that movie. I love I that love movie. That movie. <laughs> and in that movie, that movie, he does go on a run. This little, uh, he's emailing Meg Ryan at this point, but the speech about how everything in life can be compared to the Godfather. Oh my God, you're and totally has, right. And That's there so are all funny. these quotes like, if you ever if you ever need to know what to do, ask the Godfather. Like, how should you deal with this business issue? Take, you know, go to the mattresses. And what do you do in this instance? Take the cannoli, leave the gun. And like, and he compares it just like just like your friend was. I, yeah. In fact, I feel like she stole that from You've Got Mail. <laughs> and it might have been one of those like... I think she stole it from You've Got Mail, assuming you would never see that one. It's funny, because I had seen that movie. I did not make the connection. Because and for what it's worth, I've watched You've Got Mail several times, and yeah. last night was my first viewing of The Godfather. <laughs> such a guy movie, guys. <laughs> all, the, all the bros like watching You've Got Mail. Wait a minute. Let's, all, let's not forget, you know who's in that movie? Surprisingly, Dave Chappelle is the consigliere to uh, Tom Hanks in that movie. Is he really? Tom, Dave Chappelle is like Tom Hanks. He has like four scenes with Tom Hanks in that movie. He's oh like his right hand guy. I love yeah. that. The one scene of You've Got Mail that I remember <laughs> that really stuck with me, which is probably why I didn't even track that. You totally, she totally was referencing that, and I didn't even get it. But um, the Starbucks scene. Because like yeah. he's got this whole thing about like people go to Starbucks so they can have an identity. I'm da 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 da. If you go for four dollars, I'm so and so and so and so. Yeah. Like how your double latte decaf defines you. Yeah. And I worked at Starbucks while I saw that movie, <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god. Oh my god, it's right. <laughs> so before I get anywhere, because obviously we're gonna go around the circle, and then you're gonna come to me and Ryan like, Well, what'd you think on the first viewing? It feels like what we've learned above everything is that. Part of this movie's legacy is the fact that it has influenced so much. Yeah, it is certainly yeah, yeah, the absolutely. first of its kind in this way. The the scope of it, the simple storytelling of the mafia family. Like, I mean, obviously, how many times do you think I turned to Ryan last night and was like, I don't know, I loved this movie when The Sopranos was better. Like, <laughs> but every we've named so many movies. It, it inspired us to talk about the MCU. Like all yeah. of these other things that it has done. Certainly shows its imprint on Hollywood and movie and cinema and, and where it's gone. Besides that, if I might butt in, I think there was a news article a while ago. It was some investigative thing where literally The Godfather changed how the mafia itself was run. Yeah. Really? Because, wow. and, and I mean, like, it, it was his, like, made in a historical period, like, set in, in what, 46, 50s? Yeah. It was 45 40, to 55. 40, 45 yeah. to 55. Yeah. Great. Thank uh, you. Later, we're going to have to really clarify the timeline <laughs> yeah. of that friggin' movie. I don't know what year the, it was. The or license plate said 45. That they would make there all were a of lot a of jokes. Yeah, like, yeah, they, they went from but, from not even uh, it was like a child was like five. Yeah, in one yeah scene no sense. to oh, another. They went to Vegas. I'm like, is it the 70s now? It was <laughs> 60s, <laughs> 50s. Like felt like that. <laughs> yeah, but the I I mean, it was like clearly a historical portrait of the ma- mafia with fiction elements mm-hmm. thrown in. But like apparently in the 70s and 80s, like the mafia was either quote unquote slipping or. <laughs> or not, or not, not doing things the way they yeah. they had used to, and they were yeah. kind of like more down and dirty. And so this movie came out, and literally they're just like, oh yeah, we got to be classy, we got to like do shit the way that like it used to be done, and it like reinvigorated the mafia. Well, I think oh it's gosh. interesting throughout the movie where you have the mafia at this sort of 
turning point where they're like some of the younger people are pushing to get into narcotics mm -hmm. yeah. where the older people are like no no i don't want to get into that it's dirty and yeah. we don't want to be also part like of good that fellas. yeah that's kind of like yeah. the whole point i completely fellas. related to that point that that uh don corleone made of like this weird justification of gambling yeah is not the same as drugs no and if we're going to talk about illegal business practice obviously even within gambling they were probably doing some very illegal dangerous tough things like yeah. beating people up and killing them <laughs> but drawing the line of saying like no i'm not going to deal heroin that the beauty of it is there are real human elements to it and in that yeah. moment when you're you're looking at you know you see this the where the the way the legacy really provides itself is we don't really see these fully realized anti-heroes until breaking bad and sopranos and nurse jackie and, and mad men and all that stuff on mm -hmm. television but here's this moment where you have the worst of the worst and he's like yeah but i'm not crossing that line yeah. Yeah. that's right. too much that's right. that's gonna hurt all of us we're not here to hurt the community we're here to provide the release and the entertainment that they're not providing I <laughs> what I basically where I wanted to land it was now that you guys are in the comedy mob, what is the equivalent <laughs> of leave the gun, take the cannoli? Is it a, is it a rubber chicken? Is it? It's a rubber chicken. It's a, uh, a bird scooter, Ryan. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Is that yeah. offensive? No, no, it's not. Uh, yeah, you. Can, I think you can joke about anything. Uh, so maybe take the joke, leave the offense. Oh, I like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Good one. I like yeah. that. Take the joke. Take the joke, leave the offense. The, yeah. One of the things that I have, certainly with historical roast, we want to learn something. We want to teach something. We want to have moments, right? In the, in the show, you see how many times we take a moment to be either sentimental or reflect on it. But at the end of the day, when people were upset with the idea of us roasting Anne Frank I or, or anybody that we've roasted, I always try to point out like, you know this is silly, right? Right. This is silliness. This yeah. isn't. Yeah, you we're don't not, have like a vendetta. Like we you know who needs. We're not to trying be. to get yeah. back yeah. and yeah. bring right. Helen Keller back to life to make fun of her. Like, <laughs> right. Like here's the thing, and to Addie's point, and to your point, like th this movie, like we don't even need to really talk about the film. We will. We will. <laughs> I'm just and saying. Having a hard time. Right. I'm just saying. saying. Wow. Okay. Kind of the point of the show. I'm saying. <laughs> but but is it is it because it, it's this show to me is about us having never seen a movie and seeing mm. the movie and, and having our response to the movie mm. and not necessarily giving well, them a like totally... To I have some no, Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but I'm just, saying, I'm just saying the people who listen to this, I think, get something more out of it because it's so. about the response to the film. Because if you really wanted yeah. a synopsis... Um, Go to Wikipedia. Yeah, there's Wikipedia, IMDb. Oh, uh, um, watch I, the I movie mean, yourself. if you want an analysis in any critical sense... I think this movie's been covered before. <laughs> I'm going to say we're never talked about Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> and for our younger listeners, watch Zootopia. There's an eight-minute scene that's oh, yeah. based on this movie. It's a whole movie. Maurice LaMarche is doing, doing a tiny little Marlon Brando. <laughs> never seen Zootopia. I haven't either. Well, that's on your list. It's on my list. Yeah. Yes. That's how pervasive Godfather is in the in the so culture. In, in my viewing of The Godfather, something that I think I felt last night was the idea that this felt like a movie that needed to enter my lexicon earlier for me to appreciate in that way. I felt the same way about Animal House. I so, felt the okay, same I never, way. Yeah. That, that okay. one's on my list, by the way. Well, now it's oh, back on our list. I wish we had, uh, <laughs> I wish we had you on that episode. That well, we can. So, <laughs> oh, I thought we I thought we rescued that one. So no? The Godfather, to safe. me, it yeah. feels like 
a high school or college movie that you, if you didn't watch it when it came out, you come to it then as you're learning your first appreciation yeah. for movies and film. Because yeah. exactly if it enters in there, yeah. then That's all of a sudden it makes it. a lot of sense at 35 having seen, look, I'm going to be very frank. Watching that movie, having just watched Endgame a month and a half ago, Ooh. I was like, I, I don't, I see how one got me to the other, but please yeah. don't ask me to hold these two in the same regard because I will go to the great, like Endgame is a better movie flat out. Like Endgame is the epic that Godfather would become if you could build this massive story around it well, like and I that. Think, I think Godfather at its core is more, it's less a mafia movie. It's, I mean, yes, it's epic, but it's more the story of Michael Corleone, mm -hmm. of him a young man who doesn't necessarily want to go into the family business, who's kind of being protected from the family business, mm -hmm. who ends up needing to go into it. And then he just really goes into it. But it's, I think it's, it's more of a, it's a smaller story at its heart than what it appears when you first watch it. I, I, I completely yeah. agree that it is a much smaller story than the scope makes it seem. Yeah. To that point, I don't totally think that the movie earned the twists that it wanted to take. So yeah. if the movie is about Michael, for lack of a better term, Breaking Bad, yeah. <laughs> they didn't earn that turn in the way that I think they could have in the same way as when I compare it to something like Endgame or Infinity, where if you look at those two as the Godfather 1, Godfather 2, uh, yep, I do, and I every do. bit of those turns were earned in those movies where here it was kind of like he shows up and he's not there and then this and then all of a sudden he's like full in and I, I don't know if I felt like it was set up the way modern movies would start to build those stories yeah. in. And in that sense, that's why yeah. I think if I'd seen it in college or I went to film school and mm -hmm. saw it there or in high school my brother sat me down I was like, watch it now, you'll understand. Yeah. If, it's set, if it's set in to your conversation early then you see how everything else is built off of it and but yeah, coming it back to it be, now i was like it would yeah. be interesting to see and by no means should anybody ever remake this movie but it would be interesting to see how it would be done today I, they, yeah. they did remake it it was called the sopranos and it was done better <laughs> i know yeah, they remade it's called shark tales <laughs> <laughs> well, well, remember, called jack black did not want to get into the family shark business <laughs> I, uh, I, didn't watch, another. I didn't watch The Sopranos, so I can't. Oh. I don't In know. a weird way, I would say go back and rewatch the like go back and watch that I series. Want to. That's it's, even longer. That's very long. <laughs> um, Can I just say I, I had some notes? Abe Vigoda. Abe Vagoda. That guy who's that? was just who's always who's that? ancient. Like, who's how did he... I read the name for a second. I was like, is it Al Menorah? No, he goes, uh, It was a smaller part. He was a, she doesn't yeah. know who Abe Vagoda is. Tessio uh, at the end. He was on he's Conan. The, he's the one who... He was uh, on Conan. He was fish, you guys. He was fish. Yeah. He, he was, was fish. Okay, yeah, okay. He was. There we go. Am I the only one who remembers fish on Barney Lewis? No, right? I totally remember him. We're connecting shit. I remember him from Look Who's Talking. I remember Abe Vagoda from a movie called North with Elijah Wood. Nice. In which he, I, my my best friend Austin goes, God, don't tell that story. I had this. I, <laughs> I can't wait. Talk about a movie I saw way like that just was burned in my burned into my brain. There's this obscure scene from this movie. Elijah Wood is a seven year old who wants new parents, so he auditions new parents by going and like all over the world. And there's this incredibly insensitive scene where Abe Vigoda plays an Eskimo and Inuit 
uh, with Abe Kathy Bates. Yep. Wow. And they're all in brown face. Oh. Um, the dude, it's awful. And <laughs> watching it now is awful. But but the whole premise is Abe Vigoda is a, is a granddad, <laughs> and, and Elijah Wood becomes really attached to, to him and his Eskimo family. Okay. And then they go on a fun adventure to drop granddad off onto the ice floe because they're going to chip it off and send him off to the to, to I die. love that you made a kicking motion. <laughs> yeah. way. No one, I'm, I'm committed to this Rock bet. kicked the iceberg away. <laughs> That's what the first thing I ever saw Abe Vigoda in. Mm. Was yeah. That. I yeah. saw him in Conan because they would always bring him up and be like, he's still alive! Uh, I mean, that's <laughs> like, here yeah. we are looking at Godfather, 1972, and he looks super old. Ex- yeah. 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 And he didn't die till like 2000-something. Like three recent. years ago. Yeah, yeah. 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 it was but like 2014 or something like that. What's crazy is he's yeah. still working. I know, I wouldn't In doubt fact, it. he did that Snickers commercial where he would, right? Where it was, he was Abe Pagoda, and yes. someone's like, you're not yourself without a Snickers. And it was Abe Pagoda. <laughs> His uh, eyebrows were out of control. He's amazing. He you saw Abe Vigoda and Conan. Yeah. I, I go to Conan the Barbarian every time someone says <laughs> I know, yeah, I went there too. Was Conan the Barbarian. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was first picture, like, I don't know, Abe Vigoda, like, oh no, I got to fight Abe Vigoda. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Abe. <laughs> Come here, give me all. <laughs> Also, also the scene. There is a scene where they send uh, Robert Duvall's character Tom out to L.A. To they've got this guy, this actor that they're taking care well, of. You know, part to get of the plot one. of the movie has yes. to do with making movies. Yes, making movies. <laughs> it does. And so he wanted to get this part, and the studio wasn't going to give it to him. So they sent Tom out to make sure they give him the part. Uh, That's how Eddie and I got the, the show on Netflix. But <laughs> 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 a horse in uh, that makes bed. sense now. Yeah. Make, uh, I think we signed signed Jeff Holmes. How amazing was that shot of Hollywood? Because the first thing I spotted, I was yes, like, "That's Grumman's. the church on Highland." Oh, the church. Uh, and then, and then you pull first. back a little, too. and you get Grumman's. Of course, Hollywood and Highland isn't there. That's how I remember mm-hmm. Hollywood when it looked like that, where it was just Grumman's Chinese Theater. And parking lots next to it. I was going to say there was no traffic. I didn't find it believable. Yeah, there was like no traffic. (laughs) And and yeah, now it's a crazy tourist mecca center that I just think must really... Immediately, people. I wanted to know what back lot that was. He was walking in between. Well, yeah, I was just saying, well, was oh, that Warner's? It's probably Warner's Paramount. It's a Paramount movie. Paramount? I'm like, yeah. it's probably Paramount. But yeah. it Although, weirdly like... enough, you, they usually rent someone else out when they need to do this. Yeah, it's yeah, so I didn't really. I've been to Paramount. It didn't. It might have been Warner. They looked like yeah. Warner. It had some longer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Warner has all those sound stages. Um, yeah. It's funny how they, yeah. it was great watching a movie from the 70s make Hollywood look like the 40s. Is essentially what they were doing. Yeah. I was like, they pulled it off. Even they Vegas, did. I remember Vegas because my family. Yeah, like, yeah. it was very like sixties Vegas. Vibe, yeah, it was. Yeah, they, when they go to Vegas in the movie and they go down and you see there. the signs, it's like watching the original Ocean's Eleven, where you're like, I can't even oh, yeah. believe Vegas ever looked like that. Yeah. Like I used to go. Yeah, I used to go in the seventies with my yeah. parents, yeah. and it was. It was not, tiny. Yeah, it was not yep. what it is now, but it wasn't what it was in that movie or in Ocean's right. Eleven. It, it's <laughs> right. amazing to see it like that, like parking lots in front of the hotel. Yeah. My God. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like three stories. You know? <laughs> now you just make me want to watch Ocean's Eleven. I love Eddie. Anytime the you the original. The, the original? Anytime you want to watch the original no. Ocean's Eleven, I am there. And no. when you say original, you mean the one with Clooney and Pitt and the first one, <laughs> yeah. not 12, 13 no, 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 or the no. remake. Yeah. Gotcha. No, no. I'd rather watch Robin in the Seven Hoods. <laughs> yeah. 
That's exactly. what I'm talking about. What is that? That's, uh, let's see, that's, that's Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby. Movie. Yeah. Well, and that's oh. Davis Jr. It's, it's a mafia movie. I think everyone sings. That's where my kind of talent came from. Chicago. It is Chicago. And it's it's basically Robin Hood, but they made it Robin and the Seven Hoods, and it's like a mafia movie. Oh my God, this is so on my list. I've never heard of this. That's where they sing Mr. Booze, and they have the whole, they have the whole, um, Casino uh, transform into a church yeah. when the cops show up. <laughs> no, 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 that's guys and dolls. You're on the wrong no. one. Okay, I'll tell you, you right now. You know nothing about musicals, and now you're trying to be like, oh no, this is it's guys and dolls, right? I'm, ne- I'm, I'm never gonna watch that movie. <laughs> I'm gonna die sooner love, than being able to watch that movie. I love the Rat Pack movies. They yeah. just they're wonderfully weird. We'll be right back with more. It's on my list. Hi, this is Cheryl. You've heard me on It's On My List, but have you heard me on my long-running show, Movies Made Me? Every two weeks, I sit down with a guest who shares the five movies that made them who they are. We also go beyond movies to talk about three other things that influence them to be them. You'll hear from everyone from a coffee shop waitress to Clancy Brown as we delve into the movies that shaped our philosophies, careers, and lives. Hear it on mmmpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, I wanted to talk about another actor who just has like one scene in this movie, mm-hmm. uh, Sterling Hayden, who plays the captain yeah. of the of the police. Oh right, right. Oh I, yeah. He yeah. has two scenes. Okay, two scenes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I just love him. I think he's great. He's I love great. seeing him in this movie, he's and fantastic. it's like uh, it's like a bright spot in a long movie. <laughs> yeah. You got to have an actor that you can see and go, great. To me, this movie was, and again, I watched it in, in chunks because that's the only way my schedule would allow. Sure. It's but it, it was kind of nice because it, it's a. To me, it's very much like a this scene movie. Oh, this scene's next. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember yeah. this scene. Okay, this right. is gonna end here, and then it's gonna. It's it's very much like A, B, C, D. I mean, again, there's like a few mm-hmm. hopping locations and things like that. But to me, it was like, oh yeah, and then this happens, and then this happens. And for me, the I just want to recount quickly the first viewing of this for me because it it was it was in film school. We it, it it was just like a historical class, like oh, we start from the twenties, we're gonna go here, and then we got to we literally had a whole class set aside for the Godfather, so we watched I think about the first first half hour and a half, and so you end up we we ended up like in Sicily, he had just gotten married, um, and before the class had started, our teacher like looked around, she's like okay, now raise your hand who's seen this movie, it was about half. Half and half, we're like, okay. So we're watching it, we're watching it. She, she pauses it there. She's like, all right, uh, I encourage you to go home, finish this on your own. Oh, uh, yeah, and like the next part is when the car blows up. And we're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? And she's like, oh, you didn't, like you specifically, before we started, uh, took alert. a poll of the room. <laughs> wow. Like, why would you do that? To, like why? a psychology class? Why? <laughs> 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 it one pretty quick, but just I the rest of the the rest of the year I just stared at her like why why and that was where spoiler alerts were born in that class we made wow. a pack that was that's a good that, during that part I was like why do they send them to the city where all the men die. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's no men in this city because they're all dead. Oh great, more women. No, you're gonna die. <laughs> Get out of there. You can't trust anyone. No. Don't that trust is- Italian Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. No. That's Spoiler. The, that that middle montage was the point that really got me too. Where I was like, I turned to Ryan, I was like, 
So in a three-hour movie, they're going to put a montage into you have all you have so much time. Just show me what you need to show me, Jesus. <laughs> also, I think this is true. You can fact check me. Um, I, later, I guess. I don't know if you want to. <laughs> I dare you. Um, I think that montage was shot by George Lucas, if I recall. Really? Yes. I did read something about as that. a favor oh, yes. because a lot of wife the cuts. Zoetrope Productions was like the Coppola, Spielberg, Lucas. Whatever, Cop- Coppola mind. funded American Graffiti, yes. which oh. so as a thank you, I guess there was some uh, huh. something in that montage. And then he took Han Solo, stuff. that guy's outfit, and made it Han Solo. really. He I looked think, a lot like him. I think that's what happened. Um, <laughs> got the vest and he everything. He only spoke Italian, so yeah. he couldn't get Chewbacca him was part. a priest that married him. There was a lot of. <laughs> I, How did I not know? Wow. You start to go that together. Yeah. I don't need yeah. to fact check you. I believe you. Yeah. yeah. And then and then they just uh, they turned the gain up on Marlon Brando's performance, and that was Yoda. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so funny. I was actually gonna say like like that's all like to me like now I'm like oh my god it's Watto. Do you yeah. remember Phantom Menace? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, well, it gets really problematic, yeah. but I won't do my Watto impression. Oh yeah, yes. I'm a Trinidadian. Yeah. Dark like this. Very yeah. bad. Anyhow, um, speaking of actors that have cameos in this movie, uh, you know, that just break out roles, the cat. Don Corleone's cat. That is the most yes. well-behaved cat I've ever seen. Do you seen. want to know something crazy about that cat? I read it, oh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, you're fun to do a podcast with. <laughs> it's, fun, it's fun to do things when you're like, I read it. I, I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> Moving on. Listeners, on the listen, because the way the internet works, too, you know the listeners like, mm, I know it. I know it. I read the, Brock, just, I read the same thing on Brain Plots you did. I'm just standing for, every, for all the listeners. Yeah. Brock, oh, I give, read the IMDb. Give Cheryl credit for finding different ways to say, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's about time, as a woman, I got to say that to a guy. Uh, so I am going to take is it. Is this what mansplaining feels like? <laughs> yes, it what is. Actually. <laughs> only you experience it a lot more often. Walk back that like Captain it. Marvel opinion now. <laughs> so, Actually, oh. Uh, oh, actually, the that cat uh, was on the Paramount lot, and Francis Ford Coppola, and I find this incredibly hard to believe because I have a cat, but supposedly <laughs> yeah. uh, he just found the stray cat and put it into the movie. You're in the movie. Oh, no, didn't Brando pick it up? Brando I think Brando. Yeah, Brando, I think Brando was being Brando. I guess it was He's Brando. Like, right? Sounds like a Brando. Yeah. Time out. Time I out. Agree with Eddie, Cheryl, what I read. Cheryl, this is your entree. Actually, and continue. Actually, <laughs> tell him what Brando? I read. I read that it was Brando who found the cat, picked it up, put it on his lap in the movie, and the cat. Yeah, it's just having the best time. He's having the best time. He's well, like, I want Brando to rub my stomach. Right. Jeez. <laughs> rolling around and feeling this, good. This I'm like, when does a cat do that? Who famously, I, I, I'm going to buy it only canonically because like even, like even if the internet says one thing is true or not, because Marlon Brando once in The Island of Dr. Moreau just decided in the middle of the movie with Val Kilmer that he was like, my character would have an ice bucket on his head. And he just, <laughs> he's, he's on an island. It's very hot. So he took like, um, my Marlon Brando turns into Trump, by the way. I can't undo it. <laughs> Mine turns into Jimmy Stewart. So yeah, so there you go. But, no, uh, last night you were doing Bernie Sanders. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bernie Sanders. The day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> I'll do this one percent favor for you. <laughs> um, but but in island, the island of Dr. Moreau, he literally took an ice bucket from craft services and put it on his head. I oh just start wearing the wearing the muumuu, walking yeah. around the island with the come here, cat person. We're come also <laughs> we're also talking about the guy who had all of his lines for yes. this movie written all over the sets. I know. So he was just reading everything. And we that t- we- being said, it is a 
fucking great performance. Yeah. Yeah. Like I got, I got very upset when he got shocked. I was like, so wait, how long am I gonna have to go without seeing him now? Like, I didn't come, I didn't come here to watch James Con run around. Like, give me Brando or give me death. It's like Carrie Fisher in the last Star Wars. Like, is she gone for a while now? Is she coming back at the end? Like, she's in a coma. I know that. That I was in this in this movie. But I will watch 1970s Al Pacino as long as you let me. Oh my yes, god! Yes. Oh my yeah. god! For all like, kinds of reasons. Pacino, Pacino was a revelation in this movie. Oh, where yes. I was like, look at you! You're acting in right. everything. Yeah, you, There's yes. a character He's and emotion. He didn't say "hoo ha" once. Yeah. Here's yeah. yeah. the preheat. Preheat. Was, it, was that this being before said? Scripted. I do want to hear. I do want to yes. hear uh, yeah, Jimmy oh, yeah. Stewart doing those lines now. <laughs> <laughs> Omega went off for a camera film. Go <laughs> <laughs> be a man. Go be a man. Do you spend time with your family? <laughs> if it's, it's, it's almost done, not. It's but almost. almost, almost, almost. It's so if good. we're going Mary. on this tangent, I, I highly recommend this video to people. I thought you were going to do an impression, too. Oh, no. <laughs> I am not skilled enough yeah. in this room. You like that there's, skill? There's a video, <laughs> no, there's a video of, the, of the principal actors of SpongeBob dubbing over classic films. Scenes. Oh, this is that. where I had first seen The Godfather. They do that scene. They do the scene before the the cannoli murder, uh, and <laughs> and it's it's fun to watch just so you can pick out who's going to be who because who do you think is the Godfather in the cast of SpongeBob? Probably. Patrick. No, SpongeBob. Who is Patrick in this? It's it's the scene where he's talking to the the actor and he's crying. Patrick is the. <laughs> it's, please, it's on YouTube. It's very quick. Please I know, I go watch it. it. I seen, that's the only part of Godfather I had seen before this. Is like the SpongeBob dub version? Act like a man from Tom Kenny's voice. I'll, I'll send you the the link. Um, my my voiceover mentor, who's like my second dad, Bill yes. Farmer, did. Uh, he does the voice of Goofy for Disney, and on uh, Rob Paulson's Talking Tunes. Okay. He did the scene from The Godfather as Goofy, and it really is not okay. That's a voice that, and I won't do it. But that happy, that voice is so happy. I love hearing Goofy say dirty things. When he gets and he, it's funny. It's funny. And as a rule, he 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 won't because it really does mess with your head. Yes, it does. And and uh, you know he he cares so much about the integrity of that character. But hearing that character, calm the. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hearing hearing the character get angry is really kind of weird because it's, it's like it's just a happy. It's I've a heard, happy. I've oh, heard no, uh, the sanctity of Goofy. I please. think Craig, Craig Ferguson actually does a very good Goofy impression, and when Goofy swears, it is it's Craig Ferguson. Wait, 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 Craig guys, I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, you're worried about Goofy cursing messing things up but nobody's gonna talk about like the Goofy experience movies that came those ruin it way more than hearing him curse please you know all what? those I, sequels Goofy movie 2 get out of here except I did like the show pure, Goof Troop anyway it's called extremely, extremely it Goofy movie an extremely Goofy movie and it, yeah. it went straight to DVD yeah and that that ruins the, the legacy one. more than oh, cursing no, that, was, that, was really that one went to theaters yes. the of course I'm excited for the Goofy the Goofy movie legacy like the seven-hour cut of all oh, of the movies and the, all the yes. all the shows, which the goof troop put in in yes, chronological in order. order. I'm in for that. How did we get? I would here? watch a whole. God- I would watch <laughs> the only way I would watch The Godfather again for like for now at least. Like maybe in ten years I'll watch it again. But like if it was dubbed by like famous cartoon character voices, yes. like Mickey Mouse being like. <laughs> Leave the gun. Bring the cannoli. Home. Well, that, I mean, that's what <laughs> all the parodies are. Your Mickey right? yeah, isn't as strong as your Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, it's more of a, it's more of the gingerbread man. Do it a second <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> not the, not the cannoli. 
Wait, you start with oh boy and then go into oh, the line. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> I bring the, I bring the cannoli. <laughs> see, you guys are fun to do a podcast with. Actually, only Ryan's fun. <laughs> well, we're on Thank the subject you. of animals. Can we just talk about the horse head? Yeah. Oh, there's a horse in this? <laughs> I mean, and it Not was all of it. The <laughs> thing, yeah, and the thing is, it was a real one. That's gross. A real yeah. horse head? That yeah. was a real, a real horse, horse head, head from a slaughterhouse. Yeah. yeah. The, same, the same way, because I only really I recently that. learned this one, but the same way that that cow in Apocalypse Now is real. Ooh, like the yeah. shit that they used oh, wow. to get away with. They used to yeah. do a lot. In- well, it's insane. The rascal used to hang off of a fire truck going like 50 miles per hour, <laughs> taking turns like, come on, kids, we'll, we'll duct tape you to the ladder Everything you need to know about Ryan and I was summed up in the fact that I was like, man, I can't believe they chopped up a cow on film. And Ryan's like, I can't believe kids were on a fire engine. And this is one of those apocryphal Not stories. Not comparable, you don't know. Ryan. Anything. I like apocryphal you, don't know if it's, you don't know if it's true, but supposedly that actor in the scene with the horse head. It was a plastic one. It was supposed to be a plastic one during uh, rehearsals. One of those. It, was fake. Uh, it, was, it was fake. They never told him that right, it wouldn't. Right. And then they They're acquired. Like, we need the rea- like, like they did that in Alien with the chest bursting scene. Yes. Also yes. Yeah, but that to me that's different that's because I know different. that's not a real alien. <laughs> a little more even sanitary. As an actor, even as an actor, as shocking as that is, that 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 thing is bursting out of this person. I know in the back of my head that's not real. If I'm in a bed Ooh. with a big, Covered rotting, blood. goopy horse yeah. head, and you touch it. And you're like, I think it was oh pretty my fresh. God. Yeah, this is so realistic. It's like, this is I don't think it was rotting. I, I like to think it was. I like to think it was rotting. <laughs> like that's the hill we're gonna I die mean, on. I mean, <laughs> that wasn't rotting. They pick it up. They had air conditioning. They had to get it there. Do you just modern like, refrigeration? It wasn't the real forty six. <laughs> actually, actually, actually. Oh, no. I, I. Uh, how fresh was that horse? That morning, was the actor like, there's a real horse here. <laughs> now there's not. What happened? <laughs> or how, I like that. Like, hey, you guys, uh, like, drop the horse off at the valet. Like, I got to go shoot a scene. I'll be right back. And the valet guy, like, rips his mustache off. <laughs> I'm, I'm not down with the idea that they would surprise somebody with something like that. I am certainly in no way going to encourage any sort of cruelty towards animals in any form. Thank you, Eddie. Conceptually, I do like the the idea of having an actual horse head. If it's all on the up and up, if we're talking about yeah. a, a horse that passed naturally, <laughs> if it's something that's planned on a scene, it was already being yeah slaughtered. Yeah. Yeah. In those instances, the realism of putting so, because on the other side of it, I don't like things nowadays that are CGI that don't need to be. When you could yeah. have gone the extra mile, like that's the that's yeah. movie magic to me no, is, is making. And creating something that either couldn't exist or wouldn't exist. And if everything is on the up and up and you put a real horse's head in there, yeah, I'm down with the idea of working with a realistic prop like that. That to me would be a very cool addition if if all bases are covered. If you're surprising <laughs> somebody with a horse's head. That's not cool. That no. to me, yeah, because yeah. it's the same way as like you wouldn't you wouldn't mess around with stage combat. Had right. you yeah. not discussed what was going right. to happen. Like right. To that point, there is another story about The Godfather. When In the scene when James Caan first beats up the, the, the brother-in-law. Oh, we can and talk about that. And uh. he, the, the car pulls up, 
And I, I guess they had shot it. They obviously staged the fights because you can see a very clearly missed punch towards the oh, end of this. Oh, we yeah. really found that punch. But, <laughs> wait, I will get to that. All right. But I swear to God, anybody who comes to me and tells me that my love of pro wrestling and, <laughs> and pro wrestling uh, is fake, are you kidding that me? That punch was rough. Are you kidding me? John Cena doesn't miss punches the way James Caan <laughs> missed that punch. The Rock doesn't miss punches. Stone Cold didn't miss punches. Hulk Hogan didn't miss punches. And he's are standing on the table me? right now. <laughs> I don't even know for any wrestling fan out there who's going to really hate me. Roman Reigns doesn't miss his Superman punch that hard. Oh, anyway. Take the chair down. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Where did you get that picnic chair? I don't even know. In the, in the very, very beginning of that scene, as the car pulls up, you see James Caan get out of the car and throw a piece of what looks like plywood. Yeah. And I think what, what happened was he had without anyone's knowledge, talk to someone either either like legitimately Italian and an Italian family like who grew up in the era and said so just like, oh yeah, we would like break the handles off of broomsticks and beat them with people. So he found something on set and you can see him smash it when he gets out of the car. Nobody knew this was going to happen, mm. least of all the actor that it was being thrown at. Well, I also, <laughs> I also read... It, throws it and then starts his fight scene. I also read that the, uh, the use of the trash can lid was yeah. improved. Yeah. Now, granted, he probably wasn't actually hitting him with it, but still, that yeah, that you can surprise somebody with that. Well, even back at the wedding scene when he grabs the camera and smashes it, that yes. was not in the script. He really oh, was right. totally improv as I well. I felt bad for that camera guy because at first they're like, let's take the picture. Oh, they're not here? Uh, sorry, camera guy. He's like, whatever. And then later they're like, hey, why are you taking a picture? Let me see that camera for a second. And they just pull all the film and yeah. that was a different... Oh, oh it, yeah. Same yeah, guy. Yeah. But at least they threw him some money to pay for yeah. it. So well, that, was was the, that was the improv, FBI yeah. guy, but then yeah, later the on there's yeah. another camera that they just ripped the film out. Yeah. Back around taking pictures of all the license plates. The smashed one is one, right. There was one FBI guy. Earlier, I took him as press. He was just press, like yeah. paparazzi trying to take photos of the mob wedding. Smashes his camera. But there was that one great one in the middle where some mob boss, bo- just some like mob points. boss, mob boss, <laughs> got photographed and was like, "I can't have that photo out there." Right. Which is how anytime there's a photo of me and Ryan, I'm like, I can't be seen next to him. <laughs> we delete that. Just just so many he smashes the cell phone and just throws money at the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome like to Netflix, do. baby. <laughs> That's that Netflix money. <laughs> so I, I want to kind of put an overall cap on this idea. I think it's a good movie. Yeah. Like I like it as a movie. Like I don't want to. I'm not saying that it doesn't work. It is. There are certain nuances that if I saw it in college, I would appreciate differently or if I saw it earlier. But I will also say that, first off, I wasn't excited to sit down and watch this movie. <laughs> I knew it was going to be long. Yeah. I think I've said this to you recently. I'm at a place in my life where when it comes to my entertainment time, I want to spend it on comedy, something that's going to make me laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to spend it on documentaries, something that'll make me learn, or I want it to be an adventure, something grand and epic like like the Avengers or like the Lion King or um, there was something else coming out that we... Oh, 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 this was the one. I'm embarrassed to admit this. Uh, I am more excited to see Hobbs and Shaw than I was to watch The Godfather. And I'm not saying, like, Hobbs and Shaw isn't going to be a good movie. In fact, I'm embarrassed just to admit that I'm interested in it. Don't don't be. Hobbs and Shaw is going to blow all of our minds. We are going to lose it in the theater. It is going to be the event of the year. How did that car get a parachute? Like, there's like no things that will happen. I think, like, this insane action movie and I'm more excited for that because it just looks like unabashed. Need like children to we're turn into a dad. Men in Black International. Like I want 
this big, grand, dumb, yes. crazy experience, I mean, which is also, I think, <laughs> maybe a commentary on the time, right? We're coming off of 9-11 and then all of these social issues now and, and civil rights that still aren't being fair and we're not being equal. So the idea of to sit down and watch this three-hour character piece where I, like, I looked at Ryan, I was like, so we're going to watch the next three hours of just people talking to each other? <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I love this film, but I also was like, Ugh. Yes, I gotta sit down and watch The Godfather. It feels like Three a chore at this point yes. in time. Like yeah, yes. yeah. I've been, I've been in I, the seventies. It was like, oh, they're killing off main characters. Well, that's oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is Italian Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's yeah. Gangster Thrones. Like, yeah. I loved. I thought it. I thought it went quickly when I watched it, but I agree. Yes, yeah, but that, like well. that sitting no, down to start won't. it thing, and this is by no means is this the only one of these we've talked about on this show so far that I've been like, oh god, I gotta like, why am I on this show? I have to do this homework, and I don't, wanna, I don't want to watch the three-hour epic. We love having you on the <laughs> show. So much fun to do a podcast, <laughs> I, I certainly when I went at the same time. What have I gotten into? <laughs> I, I not only respect but enjoy the movie, but I had, especially last night, if you guys were filming, I had so many criticisms. Like, there were just little <laughs> things, like all of those time jumps, where yeah. at one moment, Don Corleone is saying something about we need to do this, and then there's an unexplained time jump. They don't tell you how long it is or why, yeah. and the next scene is so far in the future that I'm just left going... Really, this is this is the classic that everyone's talking about. You don't even want to admit it. Like halfway through, it's clear this is the end of movie one and the start of movie two. So we're gonna play this weird George Lucas uh, montage, and then we're not gonna. We never really followed up until the very end. I will give him credit on that one, but I was just like, so we're not gonna talk about the sister getting the shit beat out of her right, and they, yeah, like how right. that ties in. It just. There were things that I absolutely was making fun of, and like, so this is the classic. This is the one we all love. Like, this is okay, the but can Godfather. We say the music is classic, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. we have to get to that for Bethany, absolutely. right? But, but we haven't we haven't addressed it yet. And it is is that the most iconic music? In film, no, we've no. said, we've no. said no. that many times no. on this podcast. Right. Yes, you're right. It's Star Wars forever. Yeah. Star Wars to me is the example, but it, this Jaws. movie helps just shows you how important a score is. Yeah. Because without that score, Star Wars is a B movie that nobody ever right. sees. But that right. epic strains that I'm not even going to do because not only do we not own the rights, but you all hear it in your head now. <laughs> yes. Changes and absolutely that. That Godfather theme, which, by the way, took an hour and a half to get to, like that that iconic <laughs> theme didn't come in until they were in Italy, where I was kind of like, oh, you mean so that, that, no, sorry, that sorry, is, do it, do it, do it. That is that's so thing, not right. That's the thing. It's, not it's right. right at the start. You're both right. You're both correct. It's, it's <laughs> also at the beginning <laughs> and then halfway through. Note, right? I feel like it's, it's longer line. when they're in Italy, but I do remember the, it like. The theme itself has two parts. The opening right. part, and it's funny because like I have a stupid I don't say photographic because that would make it seem more helpful memory <laughs> um, but when I watch a movie I will generally remember the majority of it mm -hmm. even if I haven't seen it sometimes but anyway so I'm sitting down to, to watch Godfather I just bought it on Amazon and I'm like okay and I'm like how does this start I see the Paramount logo and I'm like oh yeah it's just black and then the trumpet theme like right. that's that's what right. I, my me, brain remembers that is the yeah. opening theme of the Godfather and then it gets more into the, the B section which is what you hear in Sicily and it's like right. more Italian and things right. like that but Yes, it's it's very much a like you wouldn't get that type of theme in a movie today, even if they were to make. I mean, like Sopranos. Sopranos. I mean, oh, Hum the theme from Sopranos. Anyone? I've never seen it. Got myself a gun. Yeah, you know? <laughs> however, however, I will say that, and obviously, I like this movie. It's going to come up again, but 
those strains of the Avengers theme by Alvin Silvestri will bring tears to my eyes every time. And so much so that all you have to do is show me a hero shot with that music <laughs> and I will cry. Like, nice. like yeah. just show me heroes and... I still drive with Carl Carl what I don't know Lemley no Hans Zimmer didn't get credit for that it was Klaus Baudelt Silvestri's score grew on me by the way I did not like it initially in 2012 Oh wow! It, it, but as I see more movies, it yeah. it, it continues on. Because I kept bringing I mean, if it you up. Look at, if you look at Endgame, they say, and I know this because it's my one of my favorite themes. They hold it until that final spoiler alert. That final shot, the Avengers assemble shot. They hold that theme until that moment, and it, then it comes in, bam, 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 and just like a baby, just <laughs> streaming tears. <laughs> Well, let's just acknowledge, though, Nino Rota also for this yeah, score. Yeah, Nino Rota. Who did yeah. a lot of the Fellini movies, which I love. So It was yes. great music. Very, it's very much Italian. Not like Who is one of the influences for Danny Elfman as well. Oh, he has, he has a lot of people. With this score, quite a few, he but yeah, He's mentioned Rota before. Uh, the Chinatown so, score, I would absolutely say, is amazing. It's on my list. Amazing. Did, did yeah. you do, it's on my list, too. I've never seen oh, it. Any, seen let's either. just have you guys back every, every episode. <laughs> I saw Roger Rabbit, which is basically, I'm told, cartoon Chinatown. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's part three of the trilogy. Yes. I've seen it. I don't ever need to. Yeah. I'm a detective, a detective edit of Chinatown. Uh, kind of like Rabbit. a Pokemon version of Roger Rabbit. So it I think is yeah. indeed. April I've been again. saying this to people since I've seen Detective Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, who framed Detective Pikachu? That's yeah. what this <laughs> God. So I've movies are good now. Yeah. Glad we're back in a good movie. You two is just for Rabbit, you, right? Hobbs and Shaw, Endgame. It's a good Look, year for movies. If you aren't excited, <laughs> screw to see, the Godfather. If you aren't excited to see Hobbs and Shaw, I don't know what you like about movies. Exactly. It's got the we're gonna rock. have to have a discussion that I'm not. They have they have jokes in it, and then there's just ridiculous action sequence that aren't going to be strung together by any sort of oh, a plot. And They're going to get in a car and get to another action sequence. Like, yes. That's just all it is. And I think this this is a good end, end cap of the discussion of this film because this is an iconic piece of cinema. It's a movie that's that, to me, will put you on two sides of what you think movies should do. Eddie and I, I think, land on the same one, which is like, I want to escape. I want to laugh. I want to go somewhere I can't go. I want to uh, go to space. Mm. I want to go back to the future. I don't want to go to 1970 and see, the, you know, and like this thing that actually happened. I grew up in Vegas. Mob stuff is very not appealing. Oscar Goodman was our mayor. I lived it. <laughs> you know, I don't like war movies because like that's mm. that happens and is awful and really hard to deal with. Um, do we think this is a movie that people should cross off their lists? If you haven't seen it, you should go first. Do you think this is a must see? A must see. I think that, I think that if you consider yourself a movie person, yes. Yeah. I just feel like you'd be like, so wait, what am I? How did we get from here to here? What's yeah. missing in the yes, story? Sure. And if you don't eventually see The Godfather, you won't understand why Endgame is why Endgame is supposed to be an Oscar movie right now. If you think Godfather is a great movie, then Endgame is not just some superhero comic book movie. It is a it is an epic. To, to rival The Godfather and Ben-Hur and all of these other things. I think it is required viewing if you consider yourself a movie person because you would be missing part of the history that makes it. You don't get to point B without this point A in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. And while it took me this long to see it, 
I don't think I missed anything major on the way because it is ubiquitous. I've seen every one of those scenes. I know the story. I get what it is. The Sopranos, again, did it better. I know what they're going to do. But you, you should see it eventually. Absolutely, you should see it. And it is not a waste of time. It is just a view at a different style of movie made right. at a different time, which mm-hmm. lays major groundwork for a lot of other movies. It's kind of like a cinema investment, right? If you yeah. want to be a... Yeah. It's cinema history. You saw it in, uh, in a cinema history class. Mm-hmm. It is cinema history. and I, I think you should watch it so you can understand a lot more animated kids' movies. Animated acts will be so much more on point. And TV, it's, it's astounding how many times they reference it in kids' movies because oh, they're like, yeah. we want something for the adults. Like, yeah. I think it's in a, probably a few Pixar movies, uh, and, a lot of Disney, the blank, Animaniacs. Take the Blank is such an easy like, yeah. Mad Libs thing to do. Yeah, so. and like, you come to me on this day of my daughter's uh, wedding. They use, I've heard that like a thousand times growing yes. up. I had no idea. I knew it was Godfather. I just didn't know in what like yeah context that meant may your first child be a masculine child i yeah. would i wonder what it would have been like to watch this in 1972 before those lines were iconic because yeah. we watched yeah. it last night and we were literally ticking off <laughs> like, like yeah, this is, is the yeah. iconic been this. Game, here's right. the iconic scene here's the moment here where this happens like i remember that i hear he's gonna die and ryan doesn't know it and how many times can i spoil this movie for ryan in the three hours <laughs> in a weird well, sense even though it even though it was supposed to be our first viewing it was 1972 if you don't know that he right. dies no, at the I end understand. of this movie yeah but it <laughs> so, is yeah, it, the movie is rated number two on the IMDb top movies, Shawshank Redemption is number one, and Godfather Two is number three. Which, just I and it won Best Picture that. at the Oscars, nineteen seventy-three. Just Re- and obviously Brando, actor. Really quick connection though. On yes. your podcast, Clancy Brown admitted that Godfather was in his yes. movies that made him, and, and he's in Shawshank. And he's in Shawshank, and that was not lost on me. That's yes. amazing. That's yeah. awesome. I was like, would you look at that? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? If, like, if, I mansplained your podcast to you. Actually, Cheryl, on actually, your podcast, you did, but <laughs> realized. <laughs> uh, from the perspective of a man, you should know. <laughs> I, I will say, Eddie, I think uh, uh, Endgame would, would win an Oscar if Marlon Brando was Tony Stark. I will say that. Oh, my God. Oh right now, God. Do you, know how, you know how badly I, be, oh I, am a, I am a big Brando guy. <laughs> You know how badly I want to now see Brando as Thanos? It, yeah, he oh, did a great Amazing. In we fact, with died. our new technology, somebody out there can absolutely <laughs> make that. Make that that, that like, would be fun to just sit down and cast oh, the Avengers Jim perfectly with, balanced. Older, yeah. with, with older actors. Like, who would we have yeah. cast if it I'm was inevitable. like 1950s, 1970? <laughs> so underplayed. Oh. The, here's, the other th- here's the other question I would dive into, because I think, yeah, watch this movie. When it comes to the ranking of this movie... I am of the opinion it's a little high. I I think, think I people I think because because if you look at how and when and who and why people are ranking movies, now IMDb usually goes off of a, a different model where it's based yeah, on stars that people are giving if it, it. If it was like all the other lists, yeah. Citizen Kane would be number one. Yeah, right? and so, like, but I know that this one is very high on lists and. You know, I made a flipping comment to Ryan last night when I was being like, this is so boring. It's like I was joking. And I was like, you can't tell me this is a better movie than Toy Story. Like yeah. the first yeah. Toy Story is a better movie than this. The, the, the story is more succinct. The, oh, yeah. the pacing of it is better. The, the, the entirety of what that. Yeah, its reputation definitely figures exact, into yeah. that ranking. Yeah. And that legacy 
sometimes I think is damaging because it yeah. holds these movies up as like, well, since it's been good and we loved it for so long, we have to keep it here. Yeah, it Whereas, to continue to be the Yeah, greatest. it is a historic movie that we should all see in the context of film and cinema. However, when push comes to shove, and I'll always go back to the AFI 100 because it's supposed to be some sort of grand thing. Toy Story just made it on at the bottom. Roger Rabbit is not on it. And Shit. Godfather is so high up. I'm like, it doesn't feel like it's an accurate representation of what we're really trying to say. If, yeah. it, if we're talking about best movies. It is not. It is legacy wise and history wise very important. But to me, it did not hold up the test of time in some grand way of like, oh yeah, no, 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 you yeah. can put this in and it is just as thrilling. Like Jurassic Park and Jaws are still just as thrilling if you watch them now yes. as the first viewings, yes. right? Jaws, Jaws, better movie than The Godfather. I, yeah, I think for watchability. And, yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of good movies are better structurally than The Godfather yeah. to your point of we could lose about a third of this and not yeah. miss a thing. Yeah. Well, I, but, yeah. I always think, I mean, The Godfather's two parts. We've been saying it this whole time. Like, yeah. You cut The Godfather in half. That's a pretty tight, good 90-minute yeah. movie Absolutely. 100%. about what happens to a guy when he has to join his family and then he gets exiled. Yes. When, his, when, his, when, his, wife died, when his wife's died and he's like, good, he, got, he has a way out of it. <laughs> Finally yeah. found a way out of there. Yeah, I was in my, in my pro my pro wrestling hat went on. I was like, oh man, they've written themselves into a corner. Like, how's <laughs> how's this baby face gonna show up with a new wife and not turn into a heel all of a sudden? Yeah. Like, he the the story. Like, he's still a baby face. Good. We got yeah. like he's sympathetic because he lost someone. Went back, never mentioned it, which was weird. Like. The, Diane Keaton just doesn't the know. funniest like part in this movie is when we come back to Diane Keaton. Yes, <laughs> at the crosswalk. And, and everything that comes out of his mouth, I'm like, ha! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been here for two years and want to tell you. It's like, he's what, home tell for us, the audience? He's home right. for a year. I was like, wait, he's been home for a year? Yeah, and she's I know, like, I don't want to like, marry you. And then the next scene, they're married. I'm like, I'm done no, with this movie. the next scene, they're married. They have children. The I'm next like, time you kids. see them, yeah. there's a child. They're holding yes. a child. Yeah. You get away from me, Godfather. One of these kids will kill Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> with maybe pesticide. Possibly. Oh, my God. I guess watch the movie. <laughs> I say watch it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. you need to see it at least once just to to know it. And it's then watch the SpongeBob dubbed version oh, of I'm the clip. Totally and then watch someone that. somewhere we have to use that new voice technology and put Brando in for Thanos. <laughs> Just to get us back into it, I do want to talk about um, a, a death scene that I've always hated because I like it better in every parody form, which is when uh, Sonny is shot by all the machine guns. Yes. Because he does it like a cartoon character. He, does. Yeah. he really does. does. Every arm. It doesn't Pretty make great. any sense. Oh, do you want to know my it biggest issue with that? out of it. Huh? Yes. Was that... Um, so it, I first noticed it because the, uh, the toll booth person yeah. ducks, ducks down. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. How did those people not kill each other in the crossfire? Oh, Do you know, God. like that was the biggest moment where I was upset with. Like there were toll booths on both sides, and they're both shooting from both sides at Sonny in the I middle. I thought it was just from the front. Yeah, they was, were shooting. They, the guys they got out, out of the other car and the were car, shooting. The car blocks him in, and then the guys get out of the car in front of him. And then they're, they're kind of like oh. they're shooting yeah. the windshield. I thought they, they, he, I thought he was basically they weren't shooting from the toll booth. The, the guy in the toll booth who he's ducks dead. down is still definitely so dead. dead. And he knows so he died. There's so many holes in that toll yeah. booth. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many holes in that plot <laughs> and yeah. the toll booth. That's <laughs> 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 destroyed. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, no, I agree. That was a very cartoonish, like... It was. That, and he comes out of the car and he comes around the car and he goes to the front. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Meaning, also when Marlon Brando dies, he's just like, he's very subtle with it. He's like, almost down, a little bit more close to the ground, now I'm dead. <laughs> he had tomatoes to hang on to. Though. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. And, 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 about and my girlfriend was watching that scene with us and Heidi pointed out, she was like, why would you get out of the car at a moment like that? Why wouldn't you duck down? Your best shot is the car. Like, yes. also, why is the one Put guy? The, the one character with the, the bulletproof vest up. was the one guy with the bulletproof vest was strangled. Right. Yeah. 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 One guy know? wore a vest. But it's I like in a superhero so movie. They could wrap the fish in it later. That's yeah. true, yeah. But I've heard wise. so many stories of Luca Brazzi and to see that he was killed in like the first 40 minutes, I was like. Oh, why did this one of sportscaster Tony Kornheiser loves loves Luca Brazzi? And I was like, he's around for no time. He didn't do yeah, anything. He didn't do anything. Yeah, he's not really there. For he much. had he had the one line that he repeated four times and, and messed up. Yeah. That was well, brilliant. The, the story behind that is that he did mess up in the scene because he was so nervous about doing a scene with Marlon Brando. Right. Oh, and, and so they... the director liked it so much that he said, I'm going to, let's do an earlier scene where you're practice, practicing. Uh, like you're, like you're nervous. You're not going to get awesome. it right. Awesome. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. Really kinda, yeah I, that's that, cool. That's neat. Yeah. yeah that's, that's pretty fun. neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, what, who else hadn't seen it? Elisa? You hadn't seen it I all the way seen, through? I hadn't seen it all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like, that counts as do you, a not Do you feel it. like it filled in the gaps? Was there something? No. Yeah, <laughs> well, like you said, all of those iconic scenes, you know, you j- it just it just knits together, and and I know the whole story. Like I didn't even have to, you know. You just you just knew what was going to happen. I was surprised how soon the horse head part happens. It's pretty quick. So it it that caught me off guard. I thought it, you know I wasn't ready for that yet, and um and then then he tells me that it was real, so that freaked me out. <laughs> Really, and um, we have a lovely cake Yay. that uh, uh, my friend Bethany, Sonia. I'll, I'll made put pictures on the Instagram and stuff. But yes, thank you, Sonia. Yes, thank you so <laughs> much, yes, thank so- you, Sonia. Sonia. I'm not saying <laughs> thank you. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, why'd you leave it at Eddie's bed? How'd you get in here? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone keeps calling it cake, but it's a real horse's it's, head. It's just like the movie. It's a weird thing to spring yes. on. There's like blood though. coming out. Yeah. yeah, and there's extra blood. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we know. But I, <laughs> the eyes are looking at me. I had yeah. to prepare my kid to tell her, okay, there's a cake coming. <laughs> you you haven't seen The Godfather, cake. but you, have you heard of, of the mafia? Do you know what the mafia is? I had to, <laughs> I had to really prepare her. She's like, yeah, we talked about the mafia in school. And she giggled like a maniac when she <laughs> heard that this was coming. You no, know I said we should talk about those yeah, issues. Maybe we shouldn't be talking about something. Maybe we shouldn't have started with like, so you know the mob. Yeah. <laughs> you know the mafia. Yeah. Well, wow. I heard the mob. I they, just, they used to do these just, weird things where they'd like put horses heads in people's beds. But anyway. Just to get them to do your stuff. Anyway, anyway. I just want to mention there was one spot where I kind of felt like Goodfellas had did a little nod to Godfather. I mean, it did many, but... Or maybe it's just an Italian thing, but in The Godfather, there's a scene where one of the guys is teaching, supposedly teaching Michael how to make sauce, and he says, stir it, don't let it stick, make sure it doesn't stick. Mm. They do the same thing in Goodfellas, make sure the sauce doesn't stick, and they call him, make sure he doesn't let it stick. (laughs) (laughs) It's a thing that stuck with me from Goodfellas, but Mm. uh, yeah, I liked that. I was like, oh, hey, they both. I guess it I, is I do appreciate that in that scene in The Godfather, Michael Corleone is well into his 20s at a point when he definitely would have been taught this family recipe already. And the guy's <laughs> teaching him like, like, yeah, you put this in. I wanted him to be like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> this is my first time making gravy and I know to call it gravy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's your card. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Honorary. I'm half Jewish. But yeah, I, I, I would... 
not watch it again. But yeah, everyone should see it because everything makes so much more sense. Mm. All the references, except the movie itself, because there were no, there was well, yeah. no through line, there was no plot. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Just happened. I still like it. I've seen it a number yeah. of times. Yeah, but the I kids like when I get movie. feisty and say mean things about the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the kids. Well, look, right. I, I'm, I'm going to offend Francis Ford Coppola and Marlon Brando and Al Pacino and tell them their movie was no good. No, really, it's a great movie, but yeah. it's it more interesting if I get you know. You know, his performance agitated. was the worst in this movie. Who's Sofia Coppola? Oh. She was the baby. <laughs> yes. Right. Well, and then she went on to redeem herself with I, Godfather 3. No, 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 she did not. Now, this being said, I Godfather will... Godfather 3 is awful. I will find a time to go watch Godfather 2. Yeah. Like, as much as it is better. I've never seen I hear that. You get the Nero. You get the Nero is why. I hear that one, and I also was like, as much as the movie didn't really intrigue me, I did start to enjoy the characters enough to be like... Because it felt more episodic. Because it's two movies strung together with yes. that yeah. montage mm-hmm. in the middle. I was like, I'd watch episode three and four because that, that's what it is. It's basically five big Sopranos episodes yeah. taped t- together. So yeah. I'd watch two. I hear and it's better. Go, see what go, it does. Yeah, you go back and, and you see you see Vito Corleone, right. which and is De Niro, as he, in his youth. Uh, and oh. that's the narrative is you see Vito rising and how's to power. And how's Vito related to everyone? That's Vito the is father. Don Corleone. Don Corleone's father. No, no, no. Brando is. You see a young Brando yes. as portrayed by De Niro. De Niro plays a young Brando. We didn't have time so to learn Vito the character Corleone. names. Oh. As you can Don see. Vito <laughs> He's Corleone. He's Don Vito Okay. So you yes. see but the, and there's rising no... the power and Michael rising the power at the same time. It's a, so oh, it's like two okay. parallel stories. Yes. Oh, yes. that's why it's good. That's a really good That's a really good framing. And it's Francis Ford Coppola did that one too? Yes. And there's no Brando in two. I, I doubt it. So. They didn't I like. They didn't yeah, like. I don't remember whether they, they didn't like Richard. Back. They didn't Richard Donner Superman no. to it, where they just used the footage they already had and stuck him on a projection. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know whether is there. I don't remember it's whether there's a, a framing time. device where he's there and then you go back, or I don't no, remember I don't how they do so. it. It's been a while. Yeah. It has been. It, it's been I can't wait to watch so Godfather Two and see uh, Robert De Niro deliver the line. You ask me on my the day of my daughter's wedding. I just want to hear all of his catchphrases like the first time, like the origin of the catchphrase. I can't I wait for my daughter to get married. Right, right. At some point, at some point, have a daughter. At some point in the movie, he says to somebody, "I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll make him an offer he can't refuse." <laughs> I don't yeah, know. How did that phone call go? De Niro, we want you to play uh, one of the most famous characters now by one of the most famous actors in all of time. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> but did he wait? Are you, he says, are you talking to me? Yeah. Are you asking me oh to do the Rando? Because that's definitely oh, an offer I can't refuse. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a high five. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Yeah, Godfather 2 is a musical, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Godfather. Godfather. We're coming to get you. Godfather. So you guys can find me on all social media platforms at 
uh, Eddie Firth and at I am Eddie Firth. Check out Instagram and Twitter. Uh, definitely follow us at Historical Roast and at Fictional Roast. We got a bunch of shows coming up soon, especially Wednesday night, June 19th at 10:30 p.m. in the Belly Room at the Comedy Store. We're roasting the Titanic, and we're giving away three sets of tickets. If you're following us online, just reach out. We also got uh, <laughs> Dynasty Typewriter. Can I talk about the Dynasty Typewriter show, or should we wait? No, just plug your. Okay. <laughs> uh, my uh, Ryan Pig everywhere with two G's except for Instagram. It's only one G because some you're gonna censor this son of son of a <laughs> mother <laughs> took it and then didn't post any pictures. Rude. Uh, yeah. He's just waiting for a check from you. You it just gotta Eddie. send it. I, it was a, actually I did find a Ryan Pig who uh, is a lawyer in Texas who looks like Eddie. I saw no, that. Post. Not all bald people with beards look alike. He that is so bald. He's got glasses and a bow tie. It's as close to you as possible. He looks like him. Look, and he was the question. No. What if Eddie's name was Ryan Pig? <laughs> That's funny. Anyway, so Ryan, glasses glasses Ryan that. Pig. That's funny. <laughs> he was only wearing a bow tie because he was in a tuxedo for an event that doesn't count. And I he's am a lawyer. tired of being compared to bald people. People. This and a is lawyer. baldest. It is so tired and old. I am. <laughs> I, uh, you could have been a lawyer uh, in Texas, is all I'm saying. I could have been a lawyer uh, in Connecticut. What are you talking about? <laughs> Why would I go to Texas? <laughs> That's where they accept you at Ryan Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bethany Brinton. I'm a musician and composer. Uh, you can find me Twitter and Instagram and wherever you feel like at Bethany Brinton. I am Alisa Gonzalez. I'm on Twitter at this Alisa, and it's on my list. Pod is on all the social media as it's on my list. Pod. I'm Joe Myers. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at that Joe Myers. I do another show all about horror called the Podcast Macabre. You can find us online at podcastmacabre.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Podcast Macabre. And I am Cheryl Jones. I host Movies Made Me, which Eddie has been on. Ryan will be on. I still haven't sent you an invite. Uh, you're on How my. Dare you. You're on my list. Oh yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Top 100. Uh, you can find you can find the show at mmmpodcast.com. Uh, you can find it on Facebook and Twitter at Movies Made Me Pod and Instagram at Movies Made Me. Uh, um, I'm Brock. I host other podcasts, believe it or not. One's called the Unpop Podcast. Uh, the other one is called uh, the Godfather Podcast, which is actually just about the pizza chain from the 90s. Uh, <laughs> I would I so listen to that. I didn't know there was a movie, actually. That's really embarrassing. <laughs> um, and you can find me on Instagram under Brock Talks, uh, Twitter at Brock Vox. Uh, and uh, my email is something that rhymes with OX as well. So there you go. <laughs> and I'm Andrew Lindy. I do another podcast called Dunstan Checks Men, where every week we talk about the 1996 Ape film Dunstan Checks In, and we pair each minute with another feature film. It's a lot of fun. Benvinaarc.com slash Dunstan Checks Men. And, uh, or I think it's just Dunstan, whatever. Uh, and then uh, <laughs> Nothing New, a remake podcast every month. Me and my co-host talk about uh, remakes. Uh, check that out, benvnetwork.com slash nothing new. And check out all the great shows on the Benvy Network. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. And thank you for listening to It's On My List. Like, what if they did it's all the Scars Guards is a different Pennywise? Yeah. <laughs> and then Tim Curry randomly in there. No. He's like, he's like Grandpa Pennywise. Uh, you want to tell no, it, it's wow. a sitcom where it's the Pennywise family at home, and there's like Papa Pennywise and Baby Pennywise. Yes. Papa and then, Pennywise. And then Uncle Pennywise Uncle, comes in Uncle as Tim Pennywise Curry. Jr. Are they all different like coins? So is it nickel wise and dime wise? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Dollar coin wise. There's nickel dumb. 
guys? Okay. <laughs> That's like Oprah getting afraid when she's like, I, I just, I'm afraid to give out cars today. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me really nervous. Will they like it? Will they like it? I want to drop this.